Welcome to the Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. Now, let's tune in. E-commerce gladiator episode number twenty, twenty, and another run in on the sourcing side. It keeps reminding me why I'm not a fan of factory sourcing, but uh, I think we scared our factory away. It seems maybe the contracts or or uh, some kind of you know we had a different style of negotiating Roland and Lorenzo were both talking to the factory pretty regularly this week pushing because we've been really trying to push this through things have been changing pretty often so we brought in some almost all the partners on this week's show I know a lot of you guys have been telling me it's hard to keep track of which partner or who these people are we have me plus three today. I'm just going to recap Lorenzo. So Lorenzo's our newer founder on the team. He's on the ground in Hangzhou and Iwu, China, going back and forth, hustling for us. Every Friday or so, he's able to get down to the factories and see people face to face. He's also more of our, how do I say, soft skills kind of guy. He's a uh, Really working on investing in relationships and uh, keeping everybody happy, I'd say. And then we have Roland, and Roland is in Hungary, Europe, and he is uh, also does a lot of sourcing in his, his work, uh, and he's really great at project management and pushing the projects forward, and he has been a little bit more different negotiation style with the factory kind of pushing it through while Lorenzo's trying to keep everybody happy so it's been interesting to see the communication a lot this week and then he's on he's on this week's show and then we also had Kadrian pop in he has been helping a lot you know he's got Chinese skills so he's helping translate the contract a bit He's also been uh, giving us some feedback on negotiating with Chinese, and uh, e- even for him, it's been been challenging. So, the four of us chit chat a little bit about this factory seeming to almost turning away our business. Um, I won't go into it too much, but we talk about this contract we sent them, and we say it's really valuable. So. I took uh, as much sensitive information as I could out, and it's an editable Word document. You can download off of our website, Global From Asia, globalfromasia.com slash e-commerce 020 for episode 20 of the e-commerce gladiator series. You can find it there and uh, get your copy to use for your business. It seems like when this came up, people uh, changed their tone a lot. So let's tune into the to the discussion. This is episode 20, I believe, of uh, the Gladiator series. I remember, Roland, you were at a matchmaking event with Europe and Asia or China, and you were calling yourself a Gladiator. I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had the opportunity to go to China and uh, Central Eastern European 
uh, country's heads of government meeting summit. And uh, that's where I met the president of uh, Hungary and the president of China, Mr. Li Keqiang. I had had the opportunity to, you know, take a snapshot and just have a couple of words. It wasn't official, so it's it's not like... uh, uh, I was the invitee of them or anything. I just, I just had the opportunity to, to, to swing by. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. It's awesome. So we're gladiators again. Today's, today's session is going to be an interesting one. I think for listeners, uh, still on the supplier issues. So Lorenzo, you okay, can, let, or you let's, let's, uh, I, I'm happy to start. Let's uh, just, sure, go ahead. uh, we have to face that gladiators lose sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but but they get up and, and keep on fighting and that's how they improve. So basically what we've been doing is we've been uh, fighting, fighting, fighting with the factory and our suppliers and uh, uh, internally and externally, but this is what makes us stronger. And uh, basically, we've been trying to develop the perfect sales contract, the purchase order, the attachments that needed for the sales contract. So factories uh, know everything what they have to do. And uh, I believe one of the best value that we're going to be delivering in today's podcast is, is what to have before you go to a factory. So our audience won't have to go through what we just been through. Right? Yeah. Very right. Yes. So basically, um, what I would recommend for everyone to have, just let's start straight into it, is definitely have a sales contract where you're stating your your uh, payment terms. Uh, pref- pre- preferably have some payment terms that is... Uh, that is, uh, uh, well, good for you. We have a 30-70%. So basically what it means that 30% is paid uh, before the mass production starts. And once we have the mass, mass production ready and the order is delivered to our quality uh, check partner inside quality, then uh, and they release it, that, that's when we are going to pay the rest of the, the amount, which is the 70%. Now, the, another term that necessarily to be on is lead time because uh, factories will tell you a lead time, what to, uh, what to expect. But I still feel like that this lead time is not something carved in stone. And uh, just for reference, we put the lead time con- uh, in our contract, which is 30 days from our factory, and what they said is today is the beginning of December and they said that it might not be ready till Chinese New Year, which is in 72 days. That's and uh, we're at the point where we don't understand why they're giving us a lead time of 30 days when they say it might not be done till Chinese New Year, which is in 72 days. Uh, and then we're, we're also adding... Uh, a point to our contract, which is which is the lead uh, being late and uh, arbitration. Is that how you how how we call it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we said that one percent after one uh, percent deduction from the entire month, day after day, they're being late. And uh, straight up, they started to defend themselves by saying that, oh, we usually don't do this. We usually do two percent per week. And or or three percent per 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 month or I don't even know what they said, but some ridiculous. So they 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 pretty much telling us that look, 
even if it's not ready, I'm not going to take responsibility for it, which is, which is crazy. And, uh, also, also, uh, another point in the contract is what you want, obviously the quantity, some description and the total amount, uh, include all the setup fees, all, 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 uh, NRE cost, which is like the, or NRC cost, which is the non-recurring cost, one-time fees for, for packaging, one-time, uh, fee for the setup, one, one-time fee for tooling, et cetera. And, uh, make sure to create a document supporting this where you're listing and detailing what you want on the product to be uh, done or manufactured pretty much. And uh, once we send our contract, well, Mike or Lorenzo, you, if you guys want to wanna give me your opinion on, on what you think of, once we send the contract, they got back with, with defending uh, th- themselves that why the lead time is yeah. not good and why, why the arbitration uh, is, not, is not correct. What, what's, your, what's your opinion on that? Hey, Lorenzo, what do you think? I think it's a very bad sign from them. And um, I was hoping that things would go well with them because I've been spending about a month and a half going there at least once, if not twice a week for the past month and a half. So trying to build goodwill relationship with them. And I thought I had it. And then last, I mean, the not the last time, but the time before that, we, we had agreed on all the terms on packaging and all that. And that's when the, the red flags started to show up. Like the the last time I was there, I thought we would I would just go there just to sign the contract and be in and out within two hours. And we ended up spending the wasted all day there because the the owner of the company started telling, Oh no, that's especially regarding the uh the the terms and the quality of and the pricing for the for the um packaging. And uh, he said, Oh no, that's not included in the picture. We said, wait a minute, we had agreed that the way the time before that. The packaging, the basic standard packaging would be included for free, but I'd ask for, for higher quality, which would be uh, five cents extra. So if something is free, if you had five cents, that's going to be only five cents cost. And that and the guy was keep, keep on t- saying, no, that's not what we're doing. And all, that's not what we agreed on. And that's what I said. You know, I was really frustrated. But somehow, some way, we, 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 uh, we found a, a solution to that. So I said, okay, maybe it was just a one-time misunderstanding. And then again... Last few days, we tried to um, to talk with them, and each time they would say something else, something else. And at the end, it was very frustrating for us. Very frustrating. And long story short, I mean, we uh, we just there's a point we can be patient, but there's a point that our patient has no limit. And once you go beyond that 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 line, then there's I don't believe it's going to be healthy to. To continue with them and at this time i think we are reaching that point with them but we can use that as a learning experience to what to expect sure it's a game that we have to to learn how to play them the factories are going to play those type of games trying to you think you have uh, you have found uh, an agreement on terms quality quantity and pricing and then the next time you go there they'll say oh no that's not what we agreed on and we try to you know change things and that's part of the game, from what I understand here in China, especially when it comes dealing to dealing with uh, with suppliers and dealing with manufacturers. So we have to to learn to learn from that because it's been an, an, an invaluable lesson for us. And it's good that we fa- we found out about those now in the beginning, especially for a small order. Like imagine if this would happen if we were just about to, to place like a two thousand or five thousand unit order. That would have been tragic almost. So now we we learn about that. We're still going to leave them an open window to see if they can come back and if they can 
change those. I mean, the terms are same as now today. That they're gonna give us like only two percent for like what? What was it like two weeks late? That's completely unacceptable. As Roland said, it basically means if uh, if they're late for any reason, they're not gonna be held accountable for that. That's not how it works. We're not gonna accept that. We cannot accept that. So we're still gonna try to give them a chance to come up with a more acceptable, fair, and reasonable terms. If not, I will be started contacting two other suppliers. I'm going to meet them on, on Friday, and we're going to take it from there. It's not our loss. So yeah. that's my take from this. From this. It's been a very frustrating for all of us, causing frustration for us internally and uh, externally with, uh, with them. But uh, we got to keep strong, be unified, united, and just move forward, make a decision together, collective decision, and just move on. We have other options. They're not the only option in town, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, so basically, I think it broke down about Wednesday, as of record, today we're recording this, and it got a little heated. I mean, for me, I'm trying to stay, I've been seeing... uh, seeing us just, you know, we're also learning as a team. I think the factory is also feeling like it's a small order for them. They wanted a thousand pieces and we bargained to 500. So I feel like they didn't like, they don't like that either. Yeah. How did it, what, is that what they've been, because that's what they're talking about now, Lorenzo, right? Uh, This this also can be a, a way of negotiating on their side because they want sales, they want money at the end of the day. And since they're they're making us pay for the one-time setup fee, it's it, it doesn't cost them extra. They're not making a favor. They're making money. All 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 companies are are making these uh, moves before in negotiating, and it's a matter of us uh, accepting that or not. I I think yeah I, I understand that it would be a lot better for them to get a ten thousand piece order, but since we don't know them, they can easily say that. We can we can say that okay, five hundred pieces is our sample order, so make it, and they they cannot decline that, you know. So the, the outlining that in the communication is just uh, not fair, in my opinion. I mean, outlining is okay, but taking advantage of this and and trying to uh, play this cat and mouse game with us is is not is not cool, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, referring back to some issues of VV. As we're learning, we, we, I believe we had some internal communication issues as well. Uh, we don't know who has been talking what, uh, and, uh, and we are improving on this day after day as well to make yeah. sure that, that, that we all know what point and what page we are on. For example, I, have some, I, I made some aggressive move, moves on the uh, company, meanwhile, negotiation. Meanwhile, I wasn't sure that the exact uh, same message was communicated to them that I thought was. Um, so, so regarding this, this is an internal internal case we have to develop in. But I believe we uh, are making moves. I I, I just uh, uh, messaged our QC guy, Eno, who who asked for our our uh, common email address. I gave them gave him and they're also creating a, a WeChat group for for quality guy so everyone knows what's happening because he has some updates on on uh, sourcing and quality so it doesn't have to go through Lorenzo every time uh, which is which wouldn't be a problem but we all have lives 
and we all do something. And, and since we are in different time zones, we cannot always answer uh, or uh, to questions. So it's better to see the entire flow of communication. And it will happen that you skip something, it's fine. But as, as long as you are able to check it and search for it, I think transparency is, is very important. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been catching up, Lorenzo, with some, I think maybe we, you know, he's been figuring out how we work. So we're trying to use a shared Gmail box for the sourcing. Uh, Kadrian and Lorenzo, I mean, Kadrian and Roland have been using it. And now Lorenzo's also going to be hopping in there. And we're trying to make WeChat groups. And we've been discussing how to communicate with the factory between WeChat and email and what to put in email, what to put in WeChat. What's it? Yeah. I mean, because hope not to put you guys on the spot, but of course, you know, like there's sometimes, I think might be also talking in a group environment might be different to the factory. And I know Lorenzo's a very good negotiator or likes talk, you know, you've been very working very hard in this relationship. So it's been like a month you've been talking to this factory. So I think you've been also trying to keep the relationship going and, uh, yeah, because yeah, I believe and, and, I believe we we here in the long term business, and I believe that the foundation for that is to, to establish a solid understanding of trust, uh, mutual respect, and all that between us. And of course, with the Chinese, that takes longer, and that's what I've been trying to build over the past month and a half. Oh man, yeah, I know it's, it's not uh, easy. It's not easy. It's, it's, it's funny we, because it's funny because there are there are also several strategies uh, in communication to to uh, factories. And uh, we are, we are even within the company have different strategies and different views on how to do this. Uh, Lorenzo is especially good on on building the relationship and making sure that emotionally and 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 you know feeling wise, both of us is happy and satisfied. On the other hand, I am more like the straight to the point and execution guy that doesn't really care about if the factory feels good or bad about it as long as they deliver and they tell us the info. And, and these are also stuff that are, that we're figuring out internally. I believe in the beginning, it's better to get to straight to the point. And once you're satisfied and see at least one mass order, we can get back to building the relationship because uh, the other way around, if, if you, if you fall in love, then, then it's going to be uh, harder for, for everyone else uh, to break the, this, this side, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So no, once, a, once, if, once if, you, if you get close to them and they don't deliver, at the end of the day, you're still making business and you still have to cut or make a deal, you know? I think also they didn't... Yeah, maybe it's not a matter, didn't of, falling love, not a matter of falling in love with them. It's just a matter of doing things in a tactful way. Because maybe things that work differently, say with the Westerners, do not apply to the Chinese. You have to understand the Chinese <laughs> mindset, the Chinese mentality. Here things, everything is a lot different than... I know even for me, it's been quite a challenge with them. Like I'm sitting with them and they're basically telling me complete opposite of what we agreed on last time with a smile on the face. You really have to, you have to have the self-control of the, of, of, of Buddha to control yourself. Trust me on that. And, and that, that's a skill that, that, you, that you have to, you must, you must learn and cultivate here. Otherwise it's not going to work. And, and the Chinese are different. As I keep on saying, they're different, uh, almost species. They come from a different planet because it, they operate from a different I think, operational, you know? I think also the, yeah. I think what happened also is we sent this contract. Was yeah. this the first time they saw it? No. I, uh, I believe so, yes. Oh, was it? Yeah. 
I think this is the first time they saw it, and this is where we're trying to put these terms for being late because they never really they were never giving us exact date. They said twenty five days or thirty days. Yeah. So when we put in these terms of if you're late, we're going to deduct it from the order. And I think we maybe showed them that maybe we're not playing around anymore, or this is going to be something we're going to sign this. It's not just going to, because originally we wanted to rush through this like last week and just say it, send the money. Cause you know, what happens is we yeah. get, we get tired. You know, I think in negotiations, Chinese can be pretty patient uh, and wear you down, uh, which is in my experience. So where we, you know, we, we, we want to take action, you know, we're getting really excited to make this uh, business happen and make this order go through. So then she's just saying, Oh, send the money. We'll get started. And then once you send the money, we're, we're, you know, th- th- it's hard to walk away from 30% deposit. So yeah. I think uh, now they're seeing we are more serious. I think they're just kind of feeling like, oh, this is more trouble. And then, but they also are starting to tell us the priority. I think the other reason it might be slow is we're, they're not prioritizing our order uh, because we're smaller to run. So I think that might yeah. be another issue. Specify we're approaching the busy season time of the year. That's probably also it. Yeah, so they're saying Chinese New Year, but that's crazy. It's like two months away. I know, I know. I, I checked it on Google because it knows everything. It's seventy-two days away, yeah. and even if if we we're, we're calculating with eight eight weeks of weekends, that's like sixteen days. We're still left with uh, uh, fifty plus days. So mm-hmm. uh, this is this is where uh, uh, liability and reliability so, comes in. I guess. So this is where I. I don't know about you guys, but I can't tell if it's, I guess it's two reasons they're saying this. One is we put in a contract about times and late fees. So they didn't expect that. And now they're telling us the the real dates so that we can update the contract or two, they're just kind of fed up with us and they're just trying to hope that we just don't do business with them. Cause I mean, who, who'd want to do business waiting two months, three months, I mean, I think I that, like three months away. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel that this hike. is their way, the way, the Chinese way of politely telling you to, to go take a hike, in my opinion. That's what they're trying to say. Okay. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, hey, Roland. Sorry. Uh, okay, no, this is Kadrian. Kadrian is here. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was outside and I just managed to find a quiet place. <laughs> so uh, I did it myself. No, I, I, I was listening in earlier, actually. And I think the issue about them is uh, about setting expectations. I think uh, in, the, in the beginning, maybe we're not too clear about the, uh, like we didn't have an, have a contract or we, we didn't have a, like a requirement. So I, I think for factories, it works like vendors, because I used to work in software industry. I work with a lot of vendors and every time you have to set the right expectations from the beginning. So we, we have, uh, like, a uh, for, for software, we have the IT requirement. We, we laid out all the features, et cetera. So I think it's the same kind of, it's a different industry, but it's, it's the same when you negotiate with people, it's important to set the right expectations from the beginning. And then I, I think what happened is we kind of did it later and we sent a contract uh, earlier this week and then they feel like, oh, uh, this is like uh, a, a bit different from what they expected. And they kind of, uh, I think gave us some ridiculous terms to uh, kind of imply, or maybe they're trying to to bluff us. 
on mm. on the terms. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. I think yeah, I think basically they they thought they could get away with uh just a purchase order and a payment and then maybe change the delivery dates so and keep delaying us later. Or they're just it trying happened, to get rid of us. It happened to me before. Yeah. When I made the mistake of, and I, I'm thankful for you, Mike, for uh, insisting on sending the contract. Because uh, once I private labeled the product before, and uh, uh, basically I didn't send them a contract, and it was delayed by four months instead of wow. like three weeks. Whoa. So it, it was an entire hustle and struggle to go through that. The reason was that uh, I would get late answers. I would get I would I would get get them to say that oh sorry this and that happened and 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 now another order came in and we're, our capacity is like uh, is full. We slowed down. Blah 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 blah. Whatever they they would come up with anything, and uh, and I have I had nothing nothing in my hands to squeeze their balls <laughs> pretty much. Was that your first order with them? Yes. And did you know? And the last those, one too. Yeah, I'm sure. Any of those red flags prior to you sending them the money, or, or um, sent the money. It's started. yeah. Once I sent the money, it started. So obviously <laughs> they they were doing doing all the sweet talks and, exactly, and yeah. everything. So basically, I I believe that there is a partially this is what's happening right now that the sweet talk is being done until until they receive the money and then they they are not really uh, providing. Or not not as strict on providing as they were talking uh, talking about it before. Uh, even though even though even though if you do the relationship building in the beginning, uh-huh. you're still just the money walking around Lorenzo yeah. in their office. Now, you know? now it makes sense, Roland. Now I understand where you're coming from in terms of being more direct. Now I understand. Yeah, okay. and now and if you're sense. if you're aggressive. If you're aggressive a little bit more, then they might be a bit more scared about you, mm-hmm. and then they might might give you better, you know, um, okay. um, respect, I guess. Because so if they say you're sweet and can play around with you, they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm not yeah. being sweet with them. I'm just being, you know, polite, uh, yeah. tactful, but in a, in a firm way. You know, that's what. I, that's yeah, what I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- that's why I said in the beginning that there are different strategies and yeah, yeah, one one could work with one company and the other one could work uh, with another company. We really have to see uh, who we are and who they are. No, seriously, now I understand where you're coming from because I wasn't, I, I wasn't sure what was the reason behind this, but now it makes sense. Yeah, I get yeah. you. I get you. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, let's, let's get going into, I think we kind of caught up the listeners with what's happening or what happened. So it seems like uh, uh, Lorenzo, when the show goes live Friday, the same day we go live with the show, you'll be at the factories again. Are you still going to meet this one? I know you're talking to others, the other backups. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the first two suppliers that uh, we had met back about uh, early to mid October. I already arranged an uh, appointment with the first one, which was a pretty big and fancy uh, trading company. And then also the second one, which was more like a workshop slash factory. And uh, still waiting to hear back from them. But that's my plan to go there to, uh, on Friday. Also, I'm probably going to arrange a visit to a factory of the electric stove on Friday, time permitting. Yep. I, I got their, uh, their, the sample today and it's, it's a decent quality. And I'd like to go see that in person and, and inquire about that to see what, what they're available and if there's any uh, opportunity for us to, to work with them. Great. Yeah. All right, guys. So 
let's uh, uh let's, stay, let's stay positive i think it's uh, also we're just uh, learning we're also learning how to work well together you know we, basically uh, our audience is getting a, a sneak peek on on uh, our internal discussions and how we're communicating internally so it's a great way for them to be able to do the same yeah yeah, yeah. looking on the bright side we already learned our lesson and this time uh when lorenzo is contacting another supplier we already in the beginning we we sent out the product requirement exactly. sheet to them so i think yeah we're, we're just gotta uh don't be discouraged and no. look to the bright side we're gonna be fully equipped uh, with all the uh, everything in our in our uh, in our hands right now, and tell them exactly yeah. this is what we want. This is what we need. Can you do it? Yes, perfect. Can you? If if no, thank you very much. Let's move on to the next one. Yep. So no time yep. The main point is we're learn. We're staying positive. We're oh. continuing, and uh, we're learning oh, yeah. and and improving. Yep. And to awesome. be honest, uh, thanks, guys. Things, okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good one and and uh, subscribe, listen, and keep on keep on going. <laughs> and make sure you make sure you keep support on, us uh, once the product is live. Please purchase and leave positive reviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Video reviews. <laughs> All, right. All right. See you guys. Have a good I'm one. So keep on rocking. I mean, that's what it takes to be a team. We have a lot of different types of personalities and backgrounds and skills and negotiation tactics and i think cadrian's right i think we should have had this contract up front earlier and the specification is more clear at the beginning maybe when we showed them we're more organized and they can't push us around who knows if we had just paid that 30 percent without a formal contract we might be waiting like roland did for four months and they're already saying Chinese New Year, which is not until the middle of February, it would be ready until after that, which means March shipping to America, April. Can you believe that? My birthday and also a cross-border summit, we'd get our first order uh, in live in Amazon. It's uh, taken a lot longer than I thought, but we are doing it directly with the factory. You know, I think a lot of times I talk about drop shipping and wholesaling in the u.s we've had some shows in the past talking about that that's a much faster way this is obviously private label it's not just as you can see not just throwing your logo on something well we could just throw a logo but we're making some nice packaging we're making three or four different modifications to the product to improve from the feedback we've seen so it's not just some off-the-shelf product so well, it's not as unique as a Kickstarter project. It is uh, got its own style, and we want to make sure we do this right. So uh, we will keep you guys posted, as promised. It's been hard sometimes to share some of this stuff, but uh, you can also get that template for the contract that I've used uh, for free on site. I hope I don't upset the team, but it's something I used many years ago in my previous sourcing, and there's no sensitive information I had to remove all of that, so you can download that at globeforasia.com slash e-commerce 020. And I hope you enjoy, and sharing is caring, so it's almost going to be 2018. Can you believe that? We have some announcements in the email newsletter as well. It's just some of you guys might not even know, but we have email newsletter with some updates, and uh, I'm going to make an announcement to the email only. So if you're interested in here's some announcements for the new year, some new things going on, you can subscribe by downloading that contract. All right, everybody, have a great day and stay positive. 
I'm pretty, I'm so amazed that our team has stayed positive through these ups and downs. I think that's the truth about e-commerce on entrepreneurship is there's roller coaster rides. There's great days and there's bad days. So once you get it right, you know, there'll be people saying, how did you become a millionaire? I think it's just these getting through these tough times like this. So thanks everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. 